Hello and welcome to episode 5 of Play and Catch Up. I'm Tom Bailey and joined once again by Tim Owen. Uh, it's been a good while since the last episode for a number of reasons that I won't bore you with, but uh, sorry about that and, and thanks to those of you who've been asking after the show, but hopefully we'll be uh, we'll be back on track now. Uh, for those of you who are new to the show, this is your first episode. Uh, basically, Tim and I play through a game apiece each week from our respective piles of shame uh, picked by the other person, and, and it's as simple as that, really. Uh, Tim, last time round I picked Soul Sacrifice for you. Um, it's a third-person arena brawler. You just bought your Vita um, at the time, which is one of the reasons why I, I kind of picked it for you. Um, so I thought it'd be an interesting one for you to, to give a try. How did you get on with it? Yeah. Uh, actually, let's just start off with a Vita, a few words about that, without going too far off. Yeah. How do you how do you find holding it? Do you have a grip? I haven't. I've been tempted to buy a grip a couple of times. I'm a lot more used to it now. I used to get quite bad cramp when I first got it, um, if I was using it for any more you know, than 20 minutes or so. Um, but I'm a lot more used to it now. I take it you're you're having problems. Yeah, um, I've got pretty big hands, uh, so I bought it. <laughs> um, I stuck on a couple of the 3D games that use the sticks, and within 10 minutes, my hands were just like cramping up, and yeah. I had to keep pausing it, and I was just, like in pain. Uh, and then, so I decided to buy a grip off Amazon. Um, yeah. It has improved it, but it's I find it slipping out my hands, and it's not particularly comfortable. People were saying, oh, it feels like a PS3 controller, which would have been fine, but I, yeah. I didn't find that. I, found, I still find it uncomfortable. And uh, I basically came to the conclusion that um, on the Vita, I can pretty much only play the 2D stuff that uses the uh, D-pad. Cause the oh, st- no. I just can't, Yeah, I just can't get on with the sticks at all. They just cramp my hands up. Yeah. Uh, so unfortunately, uh, that leads on to uh, this week's game, Soul Sacrifice, which is pretty much purely the sticks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But oh, and also um, one of the stupidest design decisions I've come across on the Vita as well. Um, have you bought any of the like the PS One games on it? Uh, I have. I've got a Vagrant Story, but I've not really played a huge amount of it. Um... Did you? You know, when you're playing it, does the does the back touchscreen pause the game? Oh, not that I remember. No. Because I, I bought a Lundra because it's one of my favourite games. Yeah. And I was just playing through it and it kept pausing. And I was like, what's going on? This is some, <laughs> some kind of bug. And it turned yeah. out it was my fingers on the back of the Vita were pausing it every time I touched the, the, the back, the rear yeah. touch screen. That is and, annoying. And it was, and I kept kind of readjust my hands to try and stop doing it. And I couldn't manage it. I, Could, I just kept pausing the game. Could you and not it, turn that off then? I went through all the menus. I, I googled it to see if it was possible to turn it off, and it's not. That's it's, so madness. It's it's basic. It's I keep. Oh, I realise I keep saying basically. I've got to stop saying that. <laughs> um, it's pretty much impossible to play the game. It's absolutely ridiculous. So yeah, that's my uh, Vita complaint out of the way. So, <laughs> Vita complaints. That that's a real shame that your first impressions of the machine haven't been good then, because I know. <laughs> You know, pretty it, much. It, oh, it, I, I'll add a bit more to that. Actually, the the store on the Vita is absolutely terrible. Yeah. Um, for example, there was a, a sale a couple of weeks ago. You click into the sale, and it only listed, I think, the first six or seven titles, and the rest just continually loaded. Yeah, I tried I get it. That. I yeah. tried it four or five times. It just did the same every time. So, in order to buy those particular games, I had to do a search for them. And then it kept it kept saying you've timed out. Do you get that all the time? You've timed out from the PSN store. No, I don't get that so much. I de- I definitely get that thing where only six or seven will load, and then you get a load of blank slots that seem to stay there forever. Yeah, um, the, but I haven't had the timing out issue. It's it, 
they've increased the difficulty on buying games. I don't know if that's like a gaming challenge or something, <laughs> but it, it's it's really tricky to buy anything on there. So I don't know what that's about. But anyway, uh, yeah. So moving on to Soul Sacrifice, I haven't got a huge amount to say about it, but I will. Um, I'll give I'll give my honest opinion on it. Yeah. Uh, probably upset a few people, but there you go. <laughs> um, yeah. So you you kick you kick off. It's a it's a very grim gothic game, which is all the rage these days. Um, a little bit like Nier, but probably closer to Dark Souls at uh, the games we've played already. Yeah. Yeah. Very dark. Um, like I say, gothic. You start the game up with central to it is a talking book, which seems to keep appearing in games. So <laughs> yeah. I've probably come across that five or six times. <laughs> I don't, talking books in caves. I don't, I've only played seven games. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I, I don't know why they just keep. I don't know why they keep appearing in games. I don't know what that's all about. So I but, don't think I can think of any more apart from near in this. What what else yeah. comes in? Um, oh, you know, Dis Disgaea, who made that? Oh, music? Pl- yeah, play. yeah. Kwai or whatever yeah. uh, I played one of their games I can't remember what it was called they've all got strange names and that had a talking book in it right. uh, okay so three I can't, <laughs> can't think of any more that's probably okay. it fair enough um, yeah so you get you get it throws you into the game there's very little tutorial um, mm. and straight away I have to say the game feels extremely unintuitive it's, it's obvious that it's purpo- purposefully made like that it's for a hardcore audience it's not it's not pulling any punches in that respect and i've got no problem with that i just wasn't i couldn't it wasn't um i wasn't receptive to it at all mm. um i don't know there's something uh, it just wasn't grabbing me I, f- I find a game if a game's going to hide all its systems from me it's got to be very engaging for me to want to dig those up um, yeah, feel it needs to earn it and um, I think this game this game wasn't really giving me enough to do that so what is the game anyway um it's a third person game which uh, many people say is a lot like Monster Hunter. I've never played any of the Monster Hunter games but from my understanding um, they're games which focus around grinding and repeating sections um, improving your equipment and then gradually progressing along a storyline. A lot of it's repetition which is um, you know it's not not necessarily a problem at all it's uh, but doing the same levels over and over perhaps increasing your skills as you go and increase definitely increasing your equipment that's about all i understand to be honest i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say anything else on monster hunter which yeah. i've never played <laughs> um yeah so it's a it's an arena this this game which i did play it's an arena battle game um straight away there's tons of customization and options it, it appears to be based around um using limit attacks which are lim- very limited so it's about um about using your judgment um, not overusing certain attacks and trying to I guess it's about striking a balance um, with the attacks you're given and um, I'm not really sure how to describe it it's pretty tricky um, so you, yeah you're thrown into an arena and there's, uh, there's it seems there's usually either a number of enemies which you have to get through or a boss character mm. or a boss at the end of some enemies yeah so you work your way through sort of gr- straight away it feels a bit grindy to be honest it, instantly becomes uh, repetitive with the it'll throw six of the same enemy at you and you're pretty much just doing the same thing over and over mm. and uh at the uh, yeah at the end of a stage it could have a boss and um that boss is you bring brings a bit of dodging into play and etc etc and that's when the game starts to get more confusing that's another layer and it has the what's central to it the sacrificing um aspect yeah so each time you kill an enemy it asks you if you want to save or sacrifice it 
And I believe choosing um, either um, pretty much is your path. It's like the customization of your character. You either become a good guy or a bad guy or a bit of both. And uh, sacrificing is the bad side and uh, saving is the good side. And uh, each one, I think saving gradually gives you better health and uh, sacrificing gives you better attacks. Yeah, that's it. Very, Very simply put. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so as time goes on, you build you build those up as you wish. Yeah, and then uh, as you'd expect in the game, stuff gets harder and harder. As I was um, just just in the closing closing moments of the game before I got sick of it and had to turn it off, <laughs> it got to the point where I was able to sacrifice my body parts, which got confusing, which really confused me. Did you get that far? I didn't. No, I had read about it, and it sounded like an interesting mechanic, but no, I didn't. Similarly to you, I didn't really get on with it a huge amount. Yeah, it was. It, it was interesting, but I, it was something like you can now sacrifice your arm, and I did it, and then suddenly you've got no arm, and <laughs> you know when it was powerful. I, yeah. I really wasn't understanding it. And then a really strange thing happened. I got killed by an enemy, and instead of a game over screen, the ally next to me continued to fight whilst I just walked around as a ghost, and I was oh, completely fun. I was completely powerless. Yeah. Um, I was just kind of watching what was happening, and then it took him ages to finish this boss off and then it gave an option of save and sacrifice for the boss but I couldn't do it so it just <laughs> I just had to sort of wait for the game to time out it probably yeah. took about two minutes of just waiting and then it goes okay you've saved and then um, yeah and it was just very just one of the it just felt very inelegant and I was, wasn't quite sure what was going on and I, but that's to be honest with me is about when I finished yeah, and um, I really can't judge the game because it's uh, it, it's just really so far not up my street. In the end, that I just couldn't, I don't know, I couldn't get anywhere with it. And I know I realise that's kind of against the point of this podcast, and I should have gone out my way to. No. To, uh, I don't, yeah, I just think if um, I, I, I form, I, I played it enough to form an opinion, whether or not that's that's a valid <laughs> opinion is uh, is another matter, but. Uh, and I'm sure half of the things I've said are completely wrong, but it's, I can I can confirm it's uh, definitely not on my street. Yeah. So how far did you get with it? Uh, I was probably only a couple of hours in, um, if that. To be honest, I, I don't know. It kind of appealed to me the whole idea of um, kind of the, the grinding mechanics of of game like games that that kind of require you or where you can get ahead by grinding. Um, I know that puts a lot of people off, but it's something I'm happy to do if I'm engaged with the game. Um, But like you, this didn't really grab me as quickly as I would have liked it to. And the part of this that I was really interested in was the multiplayer aspect, which I don't know if you tried at all. I didn't Uh, know there was one, to be honest. Oh, right. Yeah, well, that's that's it with me. It seems really odd to me that that's not unlocked from the start, unless I've completely misunderstood it from what I remember reading. um, You can sort of have four player co-op and take different roles so it's kind of almost like an mmo um and uh yeah it just seemed odd to me that you had to get through a certain amount of the single player game to to get to that um yeah uh, obviously kind of replaying quests once you're once you've got kind of the combat systems down you can do it more speedily or, or you know with more style the idea being you get better drops and stuff and like i say it's a kind of system that that appeals to me in certain games but but yeah for whatever reason it just didn't grab me I I thought as you kind of touched upon it was so bizarre from the start as well it it doesn't really kind of uh, offer its charms too easily there's there's like I seem to remember a really lengthy cutscene at the start and then a load of text to read and then 
like a little touchscreen mini game. You have to like rub bones off the book to get it yeah, out yeah. of a, a pile of bones. And I don't know, it just took so long to get going that um, that yeah, it, it just wasn't for me really. And like you, I'm sure there there probably is depth there um, if you if you can stick with it. But yeah, it was um, it was a case of life's too short for me really. I'm pretty sure anyone who likes that game and has listened to this podcast is now raging. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it at all. Um, and I think uh, there might be a similar reaction to my to my findings for the game you picked for me. To be honest, I can, I can at least I can defend that one because yeah. I like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, shall we move on to that then? Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. Um, so I played uh, Ninja Gaiden Sigma Plus also on the Vita. Did you want to just say briefly why you why you picked it? Yeah, sure. It's uh, it's an old favourite of mine. I've um, back on the Xbox. I I played it. It was probably one of the first hot, like truly hard games that I got into. I remember. I think it was stage two. Um, there's a boss on that stage, and it completely stumped me. And I thought to the extent where I, I thought the game was pretty much impossible. And then a few months later, I gave it another go, and I I scraped by. And from then on, I was completely hooked, and yeah. um, it really, it really got its hooks into me from then. And then, uh, yeah, it became to, went on to be one of my favourite games then from that point. So yeah, what did you think? Okay, cool. Well, as I mentioned on the previous episode, I was pretty wary of these types of games. Not not the type of game I've traditionally played, and I think that's because I have a, a kind of preconceived notion that they they take extreme dedication to to master but also to sort of get anywhere with in the first place yeah uh so i went into this game with with an expectation it was going to be rock solid and and have a pretty impenetrable combat system um but to be fair to the game it, it really wasn't that tricky to get going with at all uh it wasn't as i'd anticipated um at all really yeah. um as expected obviously combat is the main focus of the game and, and it's obviously very solid and, and as i say relatively easy to get to grips with uh to the extent with I know you'd warned me. I know you mentioned the second level boss there, but I think you warned me in the previous episode that the first, the first boss you come across is yeah. is pretty tough. But I managed to I managed to get through that first time, albeit using a couple of potions. Um, oh, okay. And that's no by no means a boast whatsoever because I'm I am terrible at these, these types of games. Yeah. I yeah. don't know whether it's maybe been dumbed down a little bit. I was I was playing on normal, um, but I don't know whether maybe those difficulty levels have been tweaked for the vita version potentially because yeah it certainly wasn't as tricky early on as i was expecting yeah it could well have been yeah yeah i did get put stuck. Yourself down. <laughs> <laughs> i got um i did get stuck on the i think it was the third or fourth level boss um but up until then as i say you know everything had gone pretty smoothly all the all the bosses and, and kind of big set pieces had gone gone relatively easily but yeah. the main issue I had with the game when I put it down, which was probably five or six levels in, I still felt I was just button mashing most of the time, which again, I think is probably going to be a comment that puts fans of the game's backs up. I I think that the fault lies with me probably uh, there rather than the game itself. Um, Simply because kind of being uncultured and flailing around wildly had seen me through that far. Uh, So I hadn't sort of felt the need to get any more technical with it. And to, again, to be fair to the game, there are several weapons to pick up along the way. And if you do look in the menu, there's obviously a huge amount of combos available. So those who do have the time, you know, are dedicated to kind of learning those. There's obviously a lot more depth there than I was getting out of it. Yeah. Um, but as I say, I was getting I was getting by by just kind of playing it by ear and 
keeping block um, held up as you as you said, and then just kind of waiting for my chance to attack and and just kind of flailing around really. Right. Um, of course, that didn't feel particularly satisfying to do, so I, I ended up kind of putting it down earlier than I would have expected to. But as I say, I think the fault there is entirely with me. The, another issue I had was um, obviously as well as the um, melee weapons, there's there's magic in the game, or there seems to be, but either I completely missed a prompt in terms of how to pull that off, um, <laughs> or it isn't introduced properly until later into the game than, than I got. Um because I picked up a scroll early on and equipped it, but I didn't seem to be able to use it at all. So I have no idea what I was doing wrong there. And again, that's probably just me being completely dumb. The other issue, main issue I had was the camera was was pretty twitchy in places um, and and was frustrating in in particularly tough battles when that happened. And kind of more minor things, respawning enemies, the map isn't particularly intuitive, I I didn't find. So I'd often find myself kind of backtracking by accident as I was trying to find my way through the level. And, and having to kind of fight a bunch of guys I'd, I'd gone through only a couple of minutes before. And another thing that I think is probably um, particular to the Vita version was using the bow and arrow. I didn't feel like I had time to get my shot off using that, that weapon and before kind of being under attack. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe the Vita controls on that because you can either you know move the machine around to aim or use the stick and, and neither of those felt precise enough to 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 use it so I, I never really used that weapon which i think i was probably missing out a little bit there what i did i did like the idea of the weapon upgrades you kind of collect karma as you go along and you you kind of come across a blacksmith who can upgrade the weapons uh, when you want so that kind of appealed to my kind of grindy nature but again if you have enough karma to say upgrade your current weapon two or three times over the the game will only let you upgrade it to to the point it wants you to at that at that stage yeah um and and, and holds back any further progress to to a predetermined point which i found a little bit frustrating as well because as i've said a couple of times before in this podcast you know i'm the kind of person who will kind of explore every nook and cranny in a level so i built up loads of karma but couldn't spend it and another issue that wasn't a fault of the game at all which kind of went a long way towards further frustration with the game again is particular to vita because and again my fault um but essentially my battery ran out at the right at the end of a level after beating a boss yeah um i hadn't i didn't realize i wasn't charging and uh i hadn't saved it for the best part of an hour so i lost, <laughs> lost a massive amount of progress and oh dear that that was it for a week i was like i couldn't face going back to it so you know despite the overwhelming negative points i've made there i can definitely see the appeal of the game um, but I think, like I say, the main point being I never felt like I'd fully got to grips with the combo system and, and the combat. Um, and I think maybe if I had put more time into doing that, then I would have got a lot more out of it. I know you touched on it there. I know you played the original one and the second one extensively. Uh, and I think I'm right in saying it kind of up there with your, some of your favourite games you've played. So I was just wondering, you know, what in particular about these games you find so rewarding and, and maybe what have I missed out on? Um, I think I think you've you've sort of raised some interesting points which I was probably blinded to because of uh, due to my love for the games. Yeah. And um, I think in particular the first game, it's you can tell that it's uh, I don't know how old it is. Is it? It's probably ten years. Is it? Or is it a little bit more than that? Or anyway, yeah, it can't be far off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Games have come on a fair amount since then, particularly in the respect of how um, intuitive they are and um for example that you brought up how the mat you weren't clear how to use magic mm. um no modern game would would 
would make it um, anything less than perfectly clear for you. No, that's and true. I can, yeah. And there's 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 a couple other things like um, there's items you collect which you have to go into a menu and then select rather than yes. just, just them being selected automatically. Yeah. Um, so little things like that which um, which you kind of take for granted these days, and uh, you don't. In the past, um, games kind of uh, made a bit trickier, and they weren't they weren't as forward thinking, where they? they weren't as uh, as friendly. Yeah. Um, so there's definitely things like that, and the camera as well. I remember even at the time, uh, the camera was kind of notorious, um, and it's it's not been improved really. And I can completely appreciate any problems with that. Yeah. Um, I think uh, that, I think that's a big part of the reason why the the block that Ryu has is was made so powerful mm. because the camera's not always that great. Holding down the left trigger is generally a safety. You're safe when you've got that left trigger held down, mm. and I think part of the reason that decision was made was because of the camera, I reckon. But anyway, uh, yeah, and I think you, you brought up as well the the vast amount of combos, etc. And I think I remember at the time, there, I would not have put as anything like as much effort into this game if I had more games to play. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and and that's part of what's changed, isn't it? We, we've got these lists of hundreds of games we've not played, but back mm. then. Back then, each game I owned was uh, was a big deal, so I'd, I'd definitely put the time in. And uh, similar to the sequel as well, that was still it was still a time when I didn't have a great amount of games, and um, I, put, I put many many hours into them. And I think uh, I think generally, if you if you're going to put that much time and effort into something, then it's probably going to be close to your heart. And uh, that's 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 probably a big reason why these these two games are favourites of mine. And um, it's not necessarily on their merit. I mean, they're definitely good games, but they're, I'd definitely say, for example, that Bayonetta is a hugely better game than, than both of these. But yeah, I, never, I, I never had quite the same love for that. It's a, it's a really interesting point you make, actually. About I forget that you're a bit younger than me. How old would you have been when the first Ninja Garden came out then, do you reckon? I don't know what year it came out. But I, I think I'm thinking I was probably 14, 15. Yeah, I mean, it's not super young, but if I think back to when, when I was a bit more of a kid than that the point you make about you know not having so many games and you know really getting the most out of a game spending the time with it even if you're at the outset not necessarily completely in love with it and and kind of learn learning its charms yeah. through brute force if you like uh, i can definitely kind of um uh kind of get on side with that that's something that happened with me a lot when i was younger but yeah um, it, like you say it could well be um to do with the fact that there's there are so many other games but no i really wanted to like the game but um like I say, I think it was just the fact that I had this all built up in my head as as a game where you needed to be completely meticulous, and you know, uh, and the fact that I was managing to get through levels without really needing to do that. I think it was just completely at odds with my expectation of the game, and and a bit of a disappointment in that respect. But yeah, I'm sure if had I persevered, then I'm sure that that's less of an issue uh, going forward because I can imagine it must get a lot harder. Yeah, um, the game. Uh, also, as well, it's a, it's a, it's one where I don't know if you, you you're not really the kind of person who will play a game on normal and then play it again on hard, are you? Not or really, something. no. That's pretty much the centre of this game. It's um, yeah. the sequel. Um, I, I'm remembering now why I enjoyed it so much. I play it through the first time, and I'd kind of amble through, and then I'd, I played it the second time on the higher difficulty, and it, it, instantly I'm dying loads and loads. <laughs> but um, that that was teaching me how to play the game because each time each time I survived a section I was a little bit better at the game yeah. and then by the end 
I was, you know, running around with such confidence and so much better at the game, and I felt I felt like I actually had built a skill up. Yeah. And I think that, but I think that it, 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 there was a lot of investment there, and um, I think I don't think there's a huge amount of games which um, can get away with asking you for that investment, especially not these days. Yeah, I, I think you know that that kind of uh, thing you mentioned there of, of the hard harder levels being you know pretty masochistic to, to a certain degree is yeah. um, is something that wouldn't appeal to a lot of people. But I I do wonder whether you know perversely with this with this one whether I would have got more out of it on a harder difficulty level. Which is, as you say, it's not the kind of thing I do. I normally play through a game once on normal, and 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 that's pretty much it. It's it's rare that I go through it at a higher dif- difficulty level. But um, but yeah, maybe so. Maybe with this one that that would have been a, a better idea. But yeah. That's Ninja Gaiden. Not yep. really for me, but there you go. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, okay, as you say, I think it's going to be a pretty short short one this, this month because uh, neither of us particularly got on with our games, but let's move on uh, swiftly to, to next time. Uh, what have you picked for me? Uh, I've picked up Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. Okay. So um, I won't tell you much about it. I'll just let you get stuck in, but uh, it's a nice short game. It's probably about three or four hours. So yeah, um, yeah go for it. Fantastic. And having not played the main Far Cry 3, is that going to make any difference whatsoever? Or is it no. going to um, be a disappointment if I play that after this now? None at all. No. Um, the, the, uh, they share the same controls but that's um, and the same island as well. Yeah. But um, that's it. That's pretty much it. But there's no, no kind of back references or anything like that that, that would be um, kind of worth playing through a bit of the first one? You know, no. Far Cry 3 first? No. Okay. Absolutely not, no. Cool. Excellent. I shall. Uh, I shall look forward to cracking on with that. Uh, for you, thankfully, I haven't gone for a Vita game. Um, I don't want to give you cramp, so I've gone for Sleeping Dogs. I okay. know on your list you mentioned that you started it um, and then kind of put it down. I, so you know, you know what to expect to a certain extent. I was just wondering how far you got with it the first time and, and why you didn't persevere with it. I got a fair amount to be honest. Probably about uh, a third of the way. Oh, okay. Um, I was enjoying it. It's just one of those ones where um, other stuff came up, really. And yeah. Then, uh, I just stopped. Do you, do you feel it's a game that? Oh, actually, forget it. I'll play it, and then uh, we'll talk about it next time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You happy to do that? If you, I didn't realize you played quite that much, but. Yeah, it's okay. I don't know if I've got my saves. To, hopefully, my saves exist in there, <laughs> yeah. so I don't have to do it all again. But yeah, that's fine. Okay. All right. Excellent. Okay, then we'll report back next week. That's it for for this episode. Thanks very much for listening. Uh, As ever, if you want to get in touch, you can tweet the show at uh, at CatchUpPod. And uh, if you are enjoying it and you've got a spare minute or two, it would make a massive difference if you consider leaving a a rating or a review on iTunes, as that helps us reach a a wider audience. But that would be massively appreciated if you have time. If not, don't worry. Uh, Thanks for listening anyway. That's it. See you next time. Goodbye. See you.